I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Cheese and pickle. All of television history is contained in the box of delights. Hello, I'm Julia Rayside. Each episode, my guest chooses a favourite TV memory to talk about. Joining me today is the TV producer and writer and all-round TV nerd, Vicky Thomas. Vicky, thanks for coming. Thank you very much for having me. Hello. Now, the thing you've brought to talk about today... Immediately you said it, I was like, of course. So you're, just to clarify to people who've not met you before, uh, one of my many friends who has, instead of a brain in your head, you have like an archive of old television that replaces what would have been your brain. Is that correct? <laughs> yes. It's, yeah. it's like a sort of repository for yeah. things that really aren't very helpful, but you kind of sit and go, oh, yes, I remember that. That's nice. It's, it's all we talk about. I'm, I'm old now it's and great. I'm going to remember this. Exactly. It's like having early onset Alzheimer's. We just pluck things from our distant memories and it's all fun. But this thing, tell me what you want to talk about because it's a thing that immediately lit up that bit of my brain. So a lot of people think this came from uh, Why Don't You, uh, yes, which yes. it didn't. Uh, it came from a TV show made by ATV and the started in the 70s called Good Health. That's it, Good Health, right. Now, there were, I think in its lifetime, about uh, ooh, 74, 75 episodes. Tell the ladies and gentlemen what we're talking about before we go any further. Okay. Just so, say the words. Well, the episode was originally called Talking Feet. Okay. Which it has, <laughs> but it's primarily known for a uh, a design of shoe. Yes, um, say which it. Was, say which it. was very, very, very much uh, sought after. <laughs> it was, of course, the blocker boots. Blocker boots. Like okay, I'm not going to yeah. sing it. No, all, I'm, yeah. I'm not going to sing it because um, I don't really want to pierce anyone's eardrums. We'll play um, a clip instead. How yeah, about that? I think you should play a clip. Right, it's then. very catchy. Uh, once you've heard it, it will be stuck in your head forever. program for schools and colleges but also it was the one thing out of the many many episodes that people just seem to remember why did it stick in our head so much so basically it starts off with like a, a boardroom and there's a kid who's they're all it's like Bugsy Malone they're dressing grown-up mm. clothing and they've invented the new the latest thing in footwear and then where does it go from there so he's like I've got it and then, you know, he says something like, we'll sell a million of them or something. Well, the, the irony is when this was made, most of the kids who were wearing their shoes to school, it was the 70s, they were sort of platforms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chunky buckle shoes. But these were 
many, many, many steps beyond that. They were like they a were, futuristic shoe. They were they death were, machines, yeah. Vicky. They were actual death machines. <laughs> yeah, and I've no idea what they were made out of, if they were uh, paper mache or... I know. But they looked like you would, if you've got flappy ankles like I have, you would you would go over on them immediately Me and too. possibly break your neck. Absolutely straight away. So they're kind of a platform and then rather than a solid infill that meets Stilts. the sole of the shoe, yeah, yeah it was like Roman colonnades yeah, around the edge of your feet yeah. and then another flat platform on top and then sort of some ribbons and shit to tie them onto your actual foot. Yes, and the other thing I noticed uh, watching it the other day was that all of the girls that wore them had those definitely peculiar to the <laughs> 1970s the really ribbed sock the yes. knee sock with the, the ones with that the, left yeah. all the indentations on your leg yeah mm. so you'd have a patterned leg yes yes <laughs> but it, it was it was like having the acropolis on your feet <laughs> it really was and like you, if they'd been real yeah. there would have been so many lawsuits from broken ankled they children were, and their they parents they were brightly coloured they had ribbons on them and obviously you've got this sketch of these children coming up with an idea for these shoes yeah and then you cut to a scene set in a shoe shop yeah. With, where all the characters are played by children. So there's a really put-upon shop assistant. Yeah. There's a mum with her curlers yeah. played by somebody who's about seven. Brilliant. Taking her child to get some new shoes for school and the, and the child pestering her for blocker boots and going, oh, can I try some on? <laughs> and all these kids, you know, they're, they're brummies. It was ATV. Yeah. Going, well, they are really popular. <laughs> and, um, you know, the kid being allowed to try them on and, and basically going, look, I've got my blocker boots on, I need these. And they're obviously more desirable when your parents don't think you should have them, so you yeah. want them even more. And yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah. where you'd wear them. You wouldn't wear them to school. You wouldn't wear them anywhere. No. You couldn't I mean, walk you know, in them. No, because you break your neck. So what was... This is part of an educational programme. Was it trying to teach us about sensible footwear? Is that what it was for? It was. So ah. you had um, the bulk of these programmes were um, sort of sketches and things like blocker boots yeah. um, performed by children. Yeah. So another part of that show, you've got uh, the discovery of the shoe, which was some children pretending to be cavemen and <laughs> suddenly realising that if you wrapped some uh, animal fur around your feet, it would protect them. Ah, OK. Um, it also had... Uh, the talking feet of the title so yes now i vaguely remember this did it have do they draw them on do they stick stickers so they on for eyes or faces drawn on them and <laughs> one of them had a pair of glasses so a foot with glasses that's not good when you unpack it is quite upsetting it is really. upsetting as so um, much of the 70s was you know the public information films a lot of things just very unsettling generally but you'd get the you know the really boring dry stuff about how you should wear sensible shoes as delivered by a, an adult who is qualified to talk about these Things. Yeah. And that's the bit where you'd switch off and just think about how much you wanted a pair of blocker boots. <laughs> exactly. It had completely the wrong effect. It made every kid in the country want bloody blocker boots. Well, Ankle breakers. I had this thing, uh, it was probably five or six years ago, and I was looking on a popular fashion website, yep. which will remain nameless. Mm. Um, and they had these shoes and they were sort of Perspex uh, platforms. Oh, I know. Um, yeah. But they had it looked like they had the columns in them, oh, no. and they looked like blocker boots. You were like a moth to a flame, no, weren't like, you? <laughs> I need these shoes. I need these blocker boots. Um, I'm amazed you didn't buy them. Did you buy them? I did. Yeah. <laughs> and then I tried to walk in them, and then I sent them back because oh. it was impossible. But you know, just for a moment there, you were living the, the blocker boots dream of young Vicky wanted blocker boots, yeah. never had them. At yeah. least you finally got to taste the joy. <laughs> but they're so. For a I moment. think because. Um, the show was made before I was born, um, but it just got repeated so often, so yeah. often, so often. And I think, you know, you get people of a certain age and it is so 
ingrained in them this this whole yeah. idea of block boots so if you do see like you know all these kids going around in platforms oh, now or yeah. buffaloes you go oh blocker boots i know and it's deeply imprinted but did, so do you i i said so the minute you said it obviously we've talked long and into the night about blocker boots before i can't remember if i saw it first or heard about it and and the the, the, the incessant chat of people our age about blocker boots then implanted it in my memory falsely and then i saw it on youtube like I think I saw it when I was younger. I'm pretty sure I did. Do you remember where you were when you saw it? Were you actually at school? Did they was, wheel the TV out? I was definitely at school really? when I saw okay. that. Yeah. Um, were you cross-legged on some sort of slightly uncomfortable carpet? It was or? the the faux walnut um, yeah. cabinet wheeled in yeah. with the top-loading um, video player. Of course. Kuchung, kuchung, kuchung. So it wasn't yes. a programme, because the programmes were on during the day and the, they had to time it. Didn't they? Am I imagining this? Did they? Did they actually have VHSs? Didn't they have to time it to when the program was on that they wheeled the TV out and then you had to watch it? It was when it went out well, live. You know, we're we're, we're that that age yeah, now, know. where you know things. Old. Uh, yeah, <laughs> where you could record something or you could. Yeah, I suppose schools would have VHSs. But we'd yeah, all yeah. sit with the countdown clock. You know, that's and, it. And You'd watch the clock. Yeah, the blue and white clock. The blue and white clock, um, and the song was always, now let me see if I can remember this, hmm. and you can look it up, uh, was a song called, I know it's called Ardente Elizabeth. Oh my God. And it's a piece of flute music. Oh, and if you yes. were if you were born, um, we're at school in the late 70s, early 80s, and yeah. you look up Ardente Elizabeth uh, on YouTube and listen to it, you'll go, yes, that is my childhood. Exactly. It'll, there's a pristine, something will happen to you. Yes, your, I your think brain it was, and body will react. I think it was the theme tune to uh, a gardening programme as well. Yeah, that rings a bell. Oh. The flute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the one with the white points on the clock melting one by one as the arm went past. And then when you got to number ten, everybody would join and go ten, nine, eight, seven. And then when it got to zero, it'd be lifted off. And then you'd watch something really boring about feet. Of course, I mean, you know, I thinking back about it now, I I think it would be probably an ambition of mine to be in a public information film. I think, I think that so. would be amazing. Would you but... like to be floating face down in a mill pond or <laughs> or electrified by one of those, you know, with a kite under a under a well, I mean, an overhead electrical wire? Or... It was that was the frisbee thing, wasn't it? Yeah, um, and kites. It and had to be kites. You had yeah. to be attached to it, didn't you? Yeah. If you were on the ground, it's like birds can land on them, but if you're on the ground with a kite. You could be electric. You could be turned into a piece of blackened toast yeah. by simply letting your kite fly into the overhead wires. It's that really weird thing where you would watch something and you'd simultaneously be really excited by it. Thrilled. But also, absolutely. Can I swear? You so fucking can. Fucking terrified. <laughs> yeah. They were designed to fucking terrify you, though. Do you remember there's one about a grain store? Maybe yes. this is like just rural kids. The grain drain. Like, if you go in there, you'll drown. If you fall into the grain store, you will drown in the grain. I was like, you can't drown. It's, it's not water. No, no, you'll just simply stop breathing because there's no air. It's like, oh, God, those things stay with you. They absolutely do. And they're designed to. They're designed to well, haunt your dreams. That one was voiced by the late uh, Keith Barron. I knew you'd know this. And From Take uh, Me Home fame well and um duty free oh and duty free the bleakest sitcom there's yeah. ever been written we should have done an episode about we that. Should have done that maybe come back and talk about that because i've got a lot of issues with that program um and also it was the demonstration of how you could suffocate in a grain store Jesus. in a grain silo was uh with a doll which uh dolls being inherently creepy but this doll also had sort of quite dirty socks oh god and the dirty because obviously sock you've doll. got that and you've got apaches which is sort of the um the 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 gone with the wind of public information films with um 
various children succumbing to uh, agricultural Oh, accidents. God, there were lots of rural-specific... So, yes, yeah. um, dying in, um, you know, eating poison and <laughs> oh, uh, cesspits, there drowning have, in cesspits. Yeah, the drowning cesspits. Must Falling off tractors. Although, watch out for people shooting vermin or something, you'll get mm. caught by the shot or something. Yeah, I remember, I remember that being quite a concern when I was young, of going to waste ground to build dens with my brother and mm. hearing distant gunfire and thinking... Oh, I wonder if they, hmm, perhaps they won't see us and maybe we'll be killed. That's, that seems to be something we should worry about, but you kind of don't, do you? Mm. You're indestructible when you're a kid. But that's the whole point of those films. They're trying to puncture your feeling of, nothing will ever kill me, I'll never die. Uh, yeah, that's why they're so bloody terrifying. But there's one, uh, there was one public information film which sort of fairly neatly leads into what I wanted to talk about next, Go which on. was uh, called Read the Road. Uh, which was sort of a black neon um, cartoon of uh, of of why you should uh, look out for other traffic. Oh, um, okay. With a sort of a funk soundtrack. Okay. Uh, oh. Called "Read the Road" and and somebody goes, "There's a junction coming. There's a junction coming," and it's it's sort of the antithesis of those. Oh my God, we're all going to die. Kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Public yeah. information films. It was sort of using funk music to tell you to watch out for other cars and junk- <laughs> junctions. Did which, it work? Did you have that tune in your head when you crossed the road? Like? Well, I, I mean, I, yeah, I, it, this is for your driver. So, I mean, I, I didn't really think about it. I didn't need well, to no, think about I it for another many, many years. True. But I just remember this public information film going, that's quite a cool tune. And but I, I think we can agree from, from Blocker Boots, you've learned literally nothing and you had to actually wear the awful shoes to understand yes. that they weren't practical in any way at all. So, you know, in that sense, their job didn't, they didn't do the job that well, did they? Well, I, I think they did because I think the rest of the programme went on to, to go at great pains to tell you about how terrible it would be to have um, bunions. You've only got one pair of feet, yeah. Vicky. And the, my mum kept the, telling me. The setup of the show is you had all these kids um, running around the playground and their feet got really fed up with them and went That's on strike. Right. So That's they right, and they sit. got all pissy and started arguing amongst themselves. And Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So basically you should never wear blocker boots and, you know, I thought as a grown-up that I could just completely disregard that but that's the whole fun of being a grown-up it's almost what you want to tell every kid who's yeah. like getting fed up with being told what to do it's um, like yeah. one day you can just do what the fuck you like but then you'll realize that actually all those yeah. rules you were, they were probably right all the grown-ups are right you, don't do that I, stuff i can't even begin to to <laughs> describe the disappointment of receiving the blocker boots i'm so sad aged, for you i don't know i think it's 30 i wish you'd never done it and, <laughs> and then, then you could still think putting of putting them on things. and going look i'm wearing blocker boots and they're going i can't actually walk where am i where am i Feasibly, where am I going to wear They're these? They're sitting down shoes. That's, there is such a thing as a sitting down shoe. You can just look at your feet and be delighted by them. One New Year's Eve, because uh, I'm too old to go out on New Year's Eve now. There's no point. Also, it's awful. And why would I? Have a cough if you want to. I was, I was going to burp. <laughs> burp if you like. It's no, fine. fine <laughs> but um, there's one New Year's Eve, uh, because I no longer see the need to go out. And also, it's the worst thing you can do. I wore like a really nice pair of shoes that I'd been saving all year, knowing that I would literally just have to wear them from the sofa to the kitchen and back again. And I had the, I had a lovely evening. I loved wearing the shoes. And then I gave them to charity the next day. <laughs> like, it was all good. It's all good. There's no point buying shoes you can't walk in. We know that now as grown ups. But you have to, it's lived, it's learned experience. You have to get there yourself. You can't be told it. Well, no. And I mean, it's it's a sad state of affairs the day you wake <laughs> up and you go, 
I've got to send back my blocker boots. I just want to wear a pair of trainers or some sandals. No, that's or not something sad. Like that's that. called you know, freedom, my feet Victoria. Need to, my toes need to sort of spread out. <laughs> you know, my tolerance for, for putting a pair of stilettos and, and going, oh, look at me in my stilettos. Yeah. And me thinking, I must take a pair of sensible shoes and another bag and put them on at the earliest. I simply won't do it anymore. I think it, it took me till about 40 to go not fucking doing that anymore. If I ever go to a posh do now, which is not very often, I will wear some Dr. Martins that maybe have some glitter on them mm. or perhaps, I don't know, a, a brogue with a little bit of a, a patent leather. That's that's the most I will ever do now. Yeah, well, I mean, you get sparkle on everything now. So, exactly. you know, that you can be comfortable and sparkly. Exactly. Whereas I think, you know, when that came out, you had your sensible shoes and you had your flashy going out shoes yeah. and never the twain will meet. I know, and when we were expected to be in pain, that was normal. I'm sorry, no longer acceptable. I'm told for that shit. Anyway, before you go, I would like you, if you would be so kind, to delve into the box of delights. <gasps> the noise you can hear is also badges. Please feel free to have a badge as well. Pick out one of our quickfire questions. Put, put them on my shoes. Like, um, like, like, <laughs> like bros and the, the bottle caps. <laughs> no, you see, they were quite sensible. Well, because, they were, because they were flat-soled shoes. Yeah, you were Didn't make you buy yeah. DMs, sensible lace-up DMs. My dad would have approved, quite. definitely. Ooh, your TV can only show one channel from now on. Which is it? Right. So all the other channels will be nuked. They'll never work again. One. <sighs> and this is, you know, there's a big choice now. Yeah. There is a big choice. So, I mean, you know, back in the day, it would have been BBC One. Obviously. Probably, because we were... A lot of good stuff on ITV, though. That's of a BBC One household. No Brideshead Revisited. No, I can't think what else they show, but lots of good things. Yeah, there, there was that. But, you know, Blue Peter, all the Tony Hart stuff, all the Tony Hart I'm stuff. I'm with you. you know. I'm with you, obviously. Um, but probably now, when I'm going to sound like a complete wanker... <laughs> It would be BBC Four. I agree with you again. Because it just has all the mad niche stuff I on know. it and all the old top of the pops. Yeah. And I can sit there and, and marvel at how shit a lot of music in the 80s was, <laughs> even though I hold it dear and it was my favourite era. But, you know, there was some terrible stuff. I know, but it lets us go back and any channel... Frankly, there are lots of channels that let you do that now, but I think BBC Four, it's, it's quite a thoughtful approach to nostalgia to looking back which i really enjoy too vicky thanks so much for coming you're very welcome bye bye thanks for listening you can find links to the youtube clips from today's episode on our twitter feed at box delights pod come and say hello bye